You're our new best friend on Better Buddies. Hello, and welcome back to Better Buddies. I'm your host, RJ. With us this week, we've got Calvin. Hello. And James. Hello. Our Better Buddies icebreaker this week. Regardless of whether you're good at it or not, what is one song you enjoy singing? Uh, I really like Rio by Duran Duran. Yeah? I don't know if I know it. Do I know that? I probably know it and just don't know the name. I would... Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to sing it. Yeah, <laughs> um, don't do but, that. Yeah. Um, but I do, I do like Rio by Duran Duran. It's a, it, it's got a really, um, it's got a really catchy kind of hook to it, and it's like a very, I'd say it's like a classic '80s song. Uh, it's very enjoyable. Yeah, we've, you've probably heard it, Calvin. Yeah, I'm yeah, looking yeah. it up. I also think James, you've told me about this before because it's in my search history. So, oh yeah. Uh, my choice is always and forever. Can't Stop by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I've actually never listened to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Bullshit, you haven't. I like I've I've definitely heard their songs, but I've never sat down and like listened to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know what I mean? They were a staple of swim team songs. Were they really? Yes. I know. I know one of the guys on the team really liked them. That's how I got into it. Well, like, Can't Stop is also one that like for whatever reason, Alex and Eli, two other regular guests on this show uh when the three of us get together at any sort of gathering party what have you we will generally put that on and sing our hearts out and just belt it and dance wildly to it not knowing most of the words there you go that's fun one of my favorite stories that i will always forever retell is that there was one gathering that eli could not attend and so alex and i called him and put him on speaker (laughs) So we could sing with him. I feel like I was, I feel like I might have been present for that. I I was just thinking the same thing. Either you guys have done this multiple times or I might have been there for this. It only happened the one time, but you were probably there. Sounds familiar. It's also one of my favorite stories of friendship because it was really one of those like, he's not here. He's going through a rough time. We're going to call him and cheer him up. And he was cheered up. Oh. Oh. Right, Cal, now it's you. Mm, is it though it is i don't know i don't i don't know that i have a favorite song specifically to sing because how i go with my music tastes is uh i'm sure it would bug the crap out of most people is that i uh, i will get hooked on a song or an album or something like that and i will just listen to that to death like practically on repeat until i find the next thing and then i just move on to that so honestly, it's kind of whatever at the time. Fair. That's a fair I mean, I'll sing. Wait, I'll sing to the radio in the car when I'm driving alone. Because like, how can you not? Yeah, that's the whole point of radio, right? What station? Also, uh, or what general like theme on the station? Yeah, I was gonna say I don't want to give the station because that kind of gives the location where I am. But uh, it's like an alternative rock. You guys know which one? We all listened to it in like high school. I think uh, um, I was the '80s, '90s, thousands mix. Yeah, but you like know which one I'm talking yeah. about. 
uh yeah i just listened to that one it it they they play a lot of the same songs over and over again they don't have the biggest range but they they play a lot of uh newer stuff that comes out so it's always changing but they admittedly play a lot of the same stuff but yeah i'd say honestly as long as i like the song that's the most fun because i remember doing uh karaoke in japan and it's like even if you don't know the songs just getting into getting in the karaoke room with like a bunch of your friends and just like screaming to the lyrics like i uh with my friends i got to know uh the green day song jesus of suburbia it's like a 10 minute song and we sang that like every session so by the end of the i had never heard it before but by the end of the my time in Japan, I knew that I practically knew all the lyrics to that song. I did karaoke a few months, like a couple months back, and the I was going to go with a bunch of guys up on stage to do "Sweet Caroline," but it was one of those cascade effects of like, "Well, I'll only do it if he does it. Well, he'll only do it if he this guy does it, and that guy only do it if I get up there and solo something." So I got up on stage and soloed "Music of the Night" from uh, "Fan of the Opera." God, I could not do karaoke in the u.s where you have to do it in front of like just random people on a stage well that depends on the place you do karaoke though there are some like <laughs> japanese style karaoke places oh yeah there are but like the overall True. karaoke in the u.s is like that stage format because the karaoke where you're just in a room with your friends is awesome because then you can just like especially if it's at like a bar or whatnot and you can get a little and you can get some drinks and like it's just you in your room and you can just have like have fun and like there's like absolutely no judgment because you're all just having a good time that's like the only way to do karaoke yeah james do you do karaoke i don't honestly like i it's something that i thought about i've never done karaoke it's like a big i wouldn't say a fear of mine but the idea of doing it even even and or especially in front of people I know is anxiety inducing. Um, yeah, see, I was like that until I did it the one time. And then it's just like you realize it's just you're having fun. Hang on. Did we just unlock the secret to anxiety? You just Stop do it the being... one time and then you're having fun. I mean, I feel like that was always a known thing. <laughs> it's we just how hard is code. it to get through that? <laughs> Supreme life hack. And and to be fair, I would still pretty much never sing a solo song in front of everybody, even that scenario. I would sing songs with my other friends, but I wasn't going up there to sing the song by myself. So what I'm hearing is you needed to do it once and then you'd be having fun. No, probably not, because it's still by myself and that doesn't matter. We'll have to uh, do an experiment. I mean, I've done it solo before, so I, it's the answer is no. Oh. <laughs> Experiment done. <laughs> Darn, I was gonna, we were going to attach electrodes to you, and uh, depending on how high your anxiety spiked, it would uh, give you a shock. It just yeah. sounds like a good time. Oh. <laughs> this is my kind of party. <laughs> <laughs> Me, a dog collar, a microphone, and no one around. <laughs> James. Well, hey, the, what, one of my favorite... Uh, Places in Asento had or a public bath in Japan had like this like special section that was like that would like shock you in no, the water. We need it to, was great. We need to back up two Jeez. seconds though, because James didn't say shock collar. He just said dog collar. I think that's it was implied. Think, that's what I think of when I think of. Is there? I mean, is there? There is, a, I guess, such thing as a 
non-dog shot collar, but I normally think of a dog. Probably really? nowadays there's a human one. No, I'm with you, James. I'm yeah. on your side. RJ's the weird one. Okay, but like you... Ar- Listen, RJ, just because this is your kink and you're only associated <laughs> with the human things you use, yes, yeah. there are also dog training collars. Don't shame me, RJ. Don't oh, shame Oh, no, I was shaming RJ, not you. <laughs> Some dogs are so well-trained they don't need to be electrocuted to stay within their lane. Wow, so, those uh, dogs are... Vanilla. Maybe They're both boring. of you should have just gotten better at training dogs. Dogs I've never had a dog shot color, besides the invisible fence, but that doesn't count. Eh, fair enough. Yeah, it's about the same way for me. Have you ever been shocked by a dog collar? No, because I don't no. wear dog collars. I don't think it. I have uh, either. I don't think I have. I've been I've been hit by electric fence. What do you mean? Don't think Are you really? Yeah. What was have that you not? Like? Have you not touched an electric fence before? No, I oh, generally shit. read signs. For some reason, oh, I, was I, I knew it was there. I just was climbing through it. I was thinking the invisible fence. Um, <laughs> uh, you just ran headfirst into it. <laughs> then just... I'd have to be wearing the collar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So wait, where was the where was the electric fence? Like, was it near like some proper like an it industrial was... property or what? Like a farm? No, it was a farm. And you were climbing the fence because I was climbing through the fence because I was running away from the goats. And why did you anger the goats? The ghosts didn't. I didn't. The ghosts weren't angered. They were just highly energetic. <laughs> this sounds like one of those little old lady who saw all the fly things. Or just cascades down until it gets back to like the goats were energetic because Calvin had a carrot or something. Just no, we like were just goat. in their pasture, and they were. Yeah, they weren't the most thrilled about that. They really liked Calvin like a lot. <laughs> I wasn't the only one in there. <laughs> Did anyone else so they had options, but they chose you. <laughs> well, they were coming That's for. So they were kind of coming for all of us. We were just, well, the two of us. It was just me and another guy. <laughs> all right. Yeah. You guys need to get out more. Touch more fences. I, I guess. I guess I gotta Touch wander fence. into those pastures where those wild, energetic goats roam. I suppose. <laughs> that was the second time I got shocked by the fence. Second. Yeah. What was the first? That one. There was a horse. Oh, so you got that a horse pasture. <laughs> <laughs> and the horses were too energetic. Both times these were at fr- uh, friends of my sister's places. Gotcha. And I was wow. hanging out. W- and I was hanging out with their younger brother. Gotcha. Two different younger brothers. Two different friends. Uh, two different farms with two different you. <laughs> yeah, eh. yeah. Maybe Calvin just likes fences. Maybe no, because both times it was an accident. It absolutely sucked. <laughs> mm. But Dude, I'm not gonna like twice. You. Goats do kind of creep me out. Like goats are creepy. Eyes, they are kind of creepy. Like their eyes look really weird. Goat like, eyes it, should it be frog like, eyes. It does. Yeah, they look like reptile or like amphibian eyes. Like a fish. I like. He's <laughs> got eyes like a fish. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Show. Uh, for those who don't know, I showed James an anime many years ago. We never did finish that. And one of the characters just, just like, described, he he describes this girl as having eyes like a fish. Just, like, dead (laughs) inside. (laughs) All right. Yeah, like, really big. What what was that? Armed Girls Machiavellianism. I did like that show. Yeah, I like that show a lot, actually. (laughs) Anyway, sorry. Speaking of showing each other media to enjoy, our next segment is Better Buddies Recommend, where we recommend a piece of media to enjoy. Who wants to start? RJ does. I do. Okay. 
See? Told you. So this past weekend, I watched an anime. Surprise. Um, It was written by, I want to say Mark Miller. Yeah, Mark Miller. Based on Mark Miller's comic book work. Uh, It is set in the same comic book superhero reality as that one live action Netflix show that Tom Hanks was in. Oh, I think. Wait, never mind. I don't know what this is. Uh, I don't know what this is either. And the anime is called Super Crooks. Oh, I did know what it was. Yeah. What is the Tom Hanks thing? That's what threw me. Um, so it's... Hang on, I gotta look it up. Because... Uh, so the Tom Hanks superhero thing... Um, oh god, what? No, it's a spinoff to Jupiter's Legacy. Yeah, Jupiter's Legacy, that's what it is. That's not Tom Hanks. Who is it? Josh DeHamel, DeHamel, whatever. Do them all. Yeah. Um, oh, I really like this animation style. It's not even close. Hang on. <laughs> like, that's just, yeah. What? Jay, what, have you, what have you done? What? What have you done? No, I would have sworn it was Tom Hanks. I always thought it was Tom Hanks. I saw the pictures. No. It was Tom Hanks. <laughs> not even close, man. What? No. What? No. What? Oh. No. Look at those pictures. Tell no. me it's not Tom Hanks. You're gonna have to post these two pictures. Oh fuck. I mean, now that I zoom in, it looks less like Tom Hanks, but also at the time, it just looked like Tom Hanks. Well, either way, he's obviously never seen the original show that this is a spinoff from. To be fair, but... I haven't. <laughs> um, I didn't wow. even realize it was in the same universe until the first episode, which starts with the uh, like origin power origin story of the main character being obsessed with the union of justice and it showed the like the utopian and all those characters it's like oh yeah that's a character thing that exists and then i was kind of disappointed that i was gonna be like all right so this is just a tie-in like it's not a unique thing i mean it's kind of unique but like okay maybe it'll be good and i'll be honest it's a little bit of a rough start because the first episode is just him as like a 13 year old getting his powers and the whole awkward cringy i'm trying to be a he- i'm gonna become a hero but the reality of the situation of like you're 13 and don't have any skills whatsoever and then do you yeah. want to know how the main character goes from trying to be a hero to trying to be a villain i just accidentally read it so james you guess <laughs> uh wait did you say Take sorry, a guess, James. What? How does what turns this main character from wanting to be a superhero to being a supervillain? Um, does someone disappoint him? Is he <laughs> let down? <laughs> oh no! It's so much worse than that. No, he goes at the start of summer vacation, and to debut his superhero nature, he he's got electrical powers, and he has used man learned to use those electrical powers to like adjust air currents so he can like not air currents but like a st- electric charge and all that stuff to like be able to hover and fly he goes to the swimming pool and flies over the swimming pool to show off to all the kids he is not experienced enough or controlled enough in his powers so when the school bully notice realizes it's him and starts laughing and mocking him the kid loses his control falls into the pool, and electrocutes everyone in the pool to death. In doing so, the scared patrons at the pool 
run out and cause like a four car pile, like a five car pileup, and run a semi off the road into a gas station that explodes, and another semi off the road into a church that gets decimated, killing the priest. Not the priest. The priest. That's uh. That sounds like, like a sequence of events that would happen in a South Park episode, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, like, it's, very... it's so over the top of like, okay, come on, like you serious? This, and it, it's such a disappointment because the rest of the show is so much better, but also not nearly as over the top. Like it never gets that over the top again. And it's so out of place. And afterwards, the kid is at the hospital, like, sitting outside the hospital all, like, traumatized. And his buddy who helped him, like, design all the stuff and was help filming it for him runs over and is like, Are you okay, man? Like, what are you gonna, like, what are we gonna do now? And there's a vending, and the, the kid, like, with the electrical power starts to flare up a little bit. And his powers start going off a little bit. And the vending machine, or the, uh, the ATM nearby shorts out and spits out $100. And the kid's like, oh, I could, I could just, I could just steal stuff. And tells, he tells his friend to get a bag and then he steals money. And then that's how he becomes a villain. I mean, the animation doesn't look too bad. Like, was it fun to, is it fun to watch at least? Absolutely. No, it's super fun to watch. Great animation. And again, after the initial episode, like first episode, it's pretty good. Uh, I'd say the only, like, problem with it is it's a little fillery in terms of, like, the length of the episodes. Like, they could have yeah. shortened some of this stuff down and still gotten the point across. But it also shows the, like, kind of two sections of it, a before and after a five-year time jump, demonstrate really well some, like, really good character growth and some scheming and conniving and the, like... The twist at the end on how they pull off their final big heist is very good. Yeah, it looks fun. I've been meaning to give it a shot. And it really does a good, maybe not deconstruction, but a realistic analyzation of what villainy and heroism might look like a few years, few decades into the whole hero-villain thing. And... I'd argue it's even more realistic than, say, the uh, the boys' version of it. Well, you should you should watch uh, Jupiter's Legacy. Eh. Wow, eh. this is really interesting. The apparently the guy who wrote this show also wrote for Cowboy Bebop, and he also worked on Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex. And I don't know, Cal. Do you know what the show Wolf's Reign is at all? I don't know. What this is, is you're looking at uh, Dai Sato. Yeah. Uh, Wolf's Rain. No, I don't know that one. Um, That's so crazy looking pedigree. art, though. Yeah, I saw that it was the the screenwriter for uh, uh, Cowboy Bebop. I had seen that. That was one mm. of the things that was had me interested. That explains a little bit. He wrote um, some stuff. He wrote he wrote a few uh, like it looks like three episodes of the show. Um. So RJ, would you like recommend it to people? I, I mean, obviously yes. you're recommending it, but like, okay, I would, so it's, I would it's recommend not, it. Yeah. It's good enough. Just be, and the, the episodes are short enough. Like I watched all of this in a night. Um, okay. Oh, it's good. like 12, 13 episodes. And 
the uh, the characters you meet along the way are generally pretty fun, and the um like the next the second episode is he gets out of jail after they like fast forward to when he's an adult and he's getting out of jail, and of course his like criminal buddies show up and are like, "Hey, welcome back out of jail." You want in? The one thing I wish they'd covered a little bit more that I suspect is covered in the external media is there is a superhero in the show called the Praetorian who is a Roman soldier like pushed forward into the future that has supposedly 200 powers that are that appear at random. He never never knows which one he's going to get next. It's fun. But over the course of the show, he seems to pick up new powers, which makes me think he's not that he, it's not that he has random powers. He has he's a power collector. He mimics powers he get that other people have and adds them to his own collection and pull, puts on this air of randomness to make people not realize that's what he can do. Cuz it's a little too convenient at one point when there's four villains and he splits himself into four people. Eh. It's comic book. True. <laughs> True. But yeah, I, I, w- I would recommend it. It's fun. It's pretty short. 20 minutes. Uh, the in- You can skip the intro, like, title sequence, unless you really want that cheesecake, because it's literally just his girlfriend, like, dancing in the middle of a street. Nice. Very cool. Um, a little over-animated. <laughs> I'll never skip that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That does sound. It at least sounds like. I'll watch like a clip of it on YouTube. But yeah, uh, like, if oh. you like superhero stuff and you need something that's different from the superhero side of things, watch Super Crooks because again, a great analysis of the villain life and how villains would like get organized and there's like a massive protection racket. Yeah. Or like calling in superheroes and the problem of like. Which superheroes are nearby? Who can we call on to help with the situation? Hell yeah. Also, like, if you like heists, it's all about heists, because they're crooks. There we go. Do, um... There's a superhero movie that's coming out, like... Uh... Soon, I think? Um... Looks like people were calling it, like, a Wes Anderson superhero movie. I can't think of what it is, but for some reason that reminded me of it. Um... Batman. It's... Batman comes out on March 4th. What is it actually called? I can't New superhero movies. Morbius. Dependent. Superhero. Movies. It just shows shows Marvel films. Uh, There's... uh, If you type new superhero one-word movies, you get Morbius, Wakanda Forever, Batman, Multiverse of Madness, Aquaman, Black Adam... Uh, the Marvels. Yeah, it's just, it's just Marvel and DC stuff. Do you want to do Super Pets, James? Yeah, Samaritan? Like a... Action Super Oh, Samaritan. That might be what you're thinking of, James. Directed by oh, Julius oh. Avery. Based on the Mythos oh. Comics graphic novels created by Shit, Mark Olivant, and uh, Renzo It, just, it looked different from the other. It's got Sylvester Stallone. I don't think this is it. I don't think. No, this is not it. Hold on. Uh, oh, all right. Too, mu- too late. Calvin, do you have anything to recommend? I did until we started talking about this film, and I forgot it. Well, then we can make changes. You have time to remember. 
I can I can go, but my recommendation I don't really have much, but I do have I guess one thing I can recommend. You had a week, James. I know, I know, but I like I, I've like How do you not have a backlog from all those weeks you weren't on the show? I uh well like a lot of the stuff that I recommend I still like I'm still working on. Or like I don't I don't change very quickly. Um I think here. You must I be would like the say tree move in the breeze. I do. Oh, I not leaf. But trees don't move at all. Oh, uh, that's not um, true. That's what you think. Um, I I guess in the spirit of, uh, I guess in the spirit of Ash Wednesday, I <laughs> am going. I'm going to recommend the Bible. <laughs> um, this is not this is not a joke. I am recommending the Bible. Um, I have Which been version? reading the Bible. Uh, the King James version is the one that I have. Um. So the Shakespearean which, Bible. Yeah, yes, it's very old Englishy. Well, not old English in the in the actual sense, but in the sense that we think of like old English. Um, actually, uh, been like reading like a page or two a day for like a couple months now, um, and it's actually like really interesting. Like I think reading the book as almost a work of literature, um, you can't really obviously divorce like the spiritual or religious acts aspects from it but like reading it now as like an adult versus when i was kind of having to read it as a kid in school um is like a very different experience and it's just like very uh it's very interesting um i think it's like a really cool book like it's basically got everything you could want in a book it's like got short stories and essays and it's got like a whole a narrator block it's got a narrator. It's got a blockbuster superhero movie in there or whatever, like a hero's journey. Um, it's got like a bunch of different stuff. Um, and I think it's just like a really interesting from like a purely literary standpoint. It's a very interesting, like collection of stories that has like managed to survive for thousands of years uh, or like, you know, a couple thousand years. At How least. far into um, it are you? I am only like forty-eight or forty-nine pages into. No spoilers. Um, <laughs> I will. I will do my best. <laughs> so you got a couple pages will, left. You're, you're almost at the end. Yeah, I've only got about like, uh, like fifteen hundred more to go, basically. Um. So yeah. Uh, Have you never? You've never like just sat down and read the Bible before? Only the never kids sat down and tried version? to read it. <laughs> I've never sat I, down and read it like cover to cover. No, um, I've read a couple books. I think I've read all of Genesis, and then other stuff here and there. This is wild. <laughs> There's a lot of like insane stories in that book, and I'm not even like fifty pages in. Um, a lot of a lot of crazy, a lot of crazy stuff going on. But uh, I also think like. I know that the King James is the most like oft recommended, but it is for good reason. Um, it's uh, it like it genuinely feels like uh, I mean it, it is what you're reading, but it, it the language really like actually it makes you feel like you're reading like a holy document. Like you're like well, oh my god, like that's also what wow. I feel like, like when people say like Shakespeare has influenced all every aspect of reality basically when mm -hmm. it comes to things that are written. The King James, if I understand it correctly, the King James Bible is one of the examples because of how it's written much more like prose rather than 
and like using uh, decorative translations rather than direct translations. Yeah, I, I believe it is like consistently registered or upheld as one of the single most influential, if not the single most influential book in the English language. Like, well, it established uh, what religious texts sound like in English. Yeah, it really did. That's a good point. Yeah, it did. <laughs> uh, it's cool, too, because my mom got this for me. All I asked uh, for uh, for what I thought Christmas. you wanted an Xbox. I all I wanted, I asked my mom for two things. I wanted a Her blanket love. and a Bible. And <laughs> I got that. My mom's a great person. But uh, I got, yeah, I got, I got a blanket and a King James Bible. And it's nice. actually cool because the version I have is like really, it's really, really nice. It's very simple, but it's very beautiful. And it's actually got. Didn't know it had this. I've never seen this in bible before but either i didn't see the right version or i just wasn't looking for it there's like a literal like two-page note um by the translators of the original king james bible that's basically like by decree of like his royal most holy majesty the king and then it goes into like a quick synopsis of like what the book is like why they did this and it's basically just like thanking quote-unquote king james for the uh for the patronage and like saying what what like a monumental work this will be for the english people um but doesn't have I, I any just, pictures it doesn't it does have the fancy letters uh it's got fancy letters uh Ooh, in like fancy red letters. script um and i believe once i get to the new testament everything jesus says is written in red for some reason i don't know how i'm gonna feel about that when i actually get to it i feel like that it's might because jesus little... is stained with the blood of our sins isn't it, well, isn't it also because when it's that's considered gospel? Yes. Uh, particularly oh, the Gospels is... of Luke, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah, because it involves Jesus. Jesus. That, the definition of gospel or like the like the idea of it is that gospel is quite literally like what he said. Or is it just so, the story um, of him? Gospel definition. Um, the teaching or revelation of Christ. So yes. it's it's so gospel just means uh, his teachings. The record of Jesus' life and teaching in the first four books of the New Testament, which is where the phrase gospel truth comes from. Of this is so true, it's the word of God or Jesus. Uh, where say. gospel comes from Old English, God meaning good, and spell meaning news. Good news. God spell. God spell. I do think it's it's a it's really interesting, like engaging with the book as again like an adult. It's and having now read so much more than the last time I read it, like it really does. There there are certain documents that I think because of their age, and definitely because of the place they've played in history, um, and the part, uh, and also I think because of the thought that went into them, they feel like living because they've just been around for so long. They're like a big sequoia. They're like, they're like a big tree. Um, and this one definitely like, it's like, it feels very, uh, I don't know. It just feels like really cool to be able to read it and kind of like go through it. And also like, I don't know. Uh, it's funny too. Cause it's, it's, you know, uh, it's just a book, <laughs> but it's, it's like, a, it's done so just much. a book. Um, <laughs> It's, it's very it's very cool, but I'm recommending this uh, because unfortunately I did not attend. 
I did not attend mass today. I did not get my my ashes, so yeah. I'll have to seek mm. some penitence for that. Yeah, my mother messaged me if I was uh, that if, <laughs> like she was going to mass Wednesday, and I was like, "Cool, I'm not." <laughs> I'm gonna burn my tag March second. You really? It's not Ash Wednesday though. Well, today it was. <laughs> today it was. <laughs> this year. I had no clue. I don't even know when I was baptized. My mother has started choosing to celebrate those, so. I was baptized by my grandfather. Nice. You really? Yeah. I was baptized and confirmed by my grandfather. Yeah. I was there for only one of my fa- Only one in my family. Bunch of us got baptized, but he was the only I was the only one that he did my confirmation. Um it's pretty cool though. Well, What's your to- wait? Yeah, never mind. No, we're going to ask. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't think I had the same stuff, uh, Catholics. We don't get, like, uh, confirmation you get a names. Com- you don't get a confirmation name? Oh. No. I, I, have, uh, I have a Bible verse. I had a confirmation Bible verse. Oh, damn. Do you remember? Do you want to say it, or is that too? No, it is John 14, 6. Uh, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Oh, yeah. Huh. What made you pick it? I didn't get to pick it. Ah. Oh, it was blind. Oh, damn. I believe my grandfather gave it to me. Well, I think nice. the, I, I believe the, uh, the your pastor, for at least in my church, I don't know. Uh, either your pastor decides it, the church decides it, or maybe my parents decided it. I don't know, but it wasn't, I didn't get to choose it. Someone decided it for me. That's awesome. Hey, RJ, really quick, what was your, do you oh, want to see your confirmation James. name or no? Yeah. <laughs> do you not remember? I remember. Oh, oh, you don't remember? Catholic. I think it was Mark. <laughs> I think I ended up choosing Mark because we already had Matthew, Luke, and John. Yeah, I was gonna say I was gonna make that joke when we were talking about the Gospels. <laughs> is that I almost collected all of you? I just need a friend named Mark. <laughs> I think I think so I did Mark. choose Mark. Pretty good, actually. I like that. Yeah, because my mom used to call you guys the apostles because it was because I, I had friends named Andrew, James, and John. Oh, that's very right. Yeah, we were very uh, very Catholic. All of you guys Catholic. were Catholic yeah. growing up. Uh, I was the only yeah. non-Catholic. Yeah, yeah, we picked on him because he's German. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I mean, anyways. <laughs> surprising religious talk out of nowhere sorry about that uh i know that we we, that's not a subject we breach very often but i figured well uh, i would also put forth like if i'm remembering correctly that was also the most respectful we've ever discussed religion on this show so you know probably good job everybody so what would calvin like to recommend uh you know once again i had something and then i got distracted and it's gone Oh, where'd it go? I don't know. It's gone. What do I, what do I got? Let me look around my, let me look around. What am I, not reading anything. Not, not watching anything. Listening Um, to anything? Oh, you know what? Actually, I take it back. I'm gonna, one second. But, uh, I did find a book. I gotta find it quick. Sorry, just keep vamping. Yeah, um, sorry. So I, uh, being a good host that I am, I was reading. An all right, article. done vamping. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm posting a picture of this uh, book that I found in the Discord. 
<gasps> what? Oh, you son of a bitch. How'd you get that? Where is that from? <laughs> For those who who's, are listening to an audio-only book, I purchased one book written by one James... I guess last I have to withheld. name you. Well, I mean, James, do you care? James, I last name withheld. Yeah. No, J- J- wait, James, do you care? We're gonna, we're gonna, oh. we're gonna. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. Oh. So written by one James Kukon called the Postcard Stories. <laughs> Available You're now on Amazon. What? How long has this I been forgot. a thing, James? Since November. Oh. What the fuck, James? Hold on, hold on, I have to explain. You can go buy the book right now if you really want to. There's an official launch that's going to be happening, like... Oh, here. sorry, I didn't mean to take that from you. No, 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 no. You can go do it if you want. I I, I was watching my analytics on the publishing platform I use, and I saw that there were a couple purchases of the book, and I was like, who the fuck bought that book? <laughs> I, thought, I literally thought it was, like, random people. I was like, who the hell is this? And then... When you posted that photo, I was like, "Did I fucking leave a copy at his house the last time I was there?" And he just like found it now. <laughs> since I lo- like I leave like everything behind, but damn, all right, yeah, okay, this is uh, I'm I'm down for this. So what? <laughs> so the book I'm is not titled... done with it yet. I am. Yeah, I, I have I have two sh- I have two no- of the what is it? Would they be the two novellas and then your short story left? I other way around. Two short stories, the novella. Novellas longer? Okay, gotcha. I can never remember. Okay, so I got two short stories in the novella left. Are the post... So this book appears to be titled The Postcard Stories. Are these stories you wrote on the backs of postcards and just, like, bound together with string? These are not. No. Um, It is called The Postcard Stories because they're supposed to be short, kind of picturesque snapshots of places that don't really exist. Um, Uh, They're, like, short I just want... I just want to inject real quick because I did. I didn't realize you said there was going to be an official launch. I'm sorry if, if well, you don't want to talk about this yet. If you, I don't want. To, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. I just no, dude. I am so like insanely flattered right now. It is okay. Like, good, really good, fun. good. Because I, 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 I knew you hadn't talked about it, and I, I, so I didn't know if you didn't want to talk about it. So okay, cool. So, no, sorry. No. <laughs> oh, the very last thing I was expecting. People can totally like they. You can go out and buy it if you want, and then like. Uh, it's gonna be a whole like website. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be a whole thing. But yeah, how much will yeah. the book cost? It was like twelve so bucks. So it varies. Or... It varies from platform to platform. For some reason, Amazon hiked the price up to like twenty bucks last time I saw, which I think is oh, like what? <laughs> I know. I think that's personally ridiculous. Barnes and Noble, it's twelve dollars at. Um, I can check Amazon, but sometimes I don't know why. Wait, Amazon you don't do get that. to control the price. I do, but like they, uh, like I set the price on uh, my publishing platform, which sends it out to Amazon. It's uh, like for some reason, the last time I checked, the price was. Uh, it's bucks. 12 bucks on Amazon right now. Okay, good. Okay. Maybe then uh, I was like, I was looking at I something. Hate, I, I hate to say, James, but you could buy a used copy. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> you can buy a used copy. For more money than the new copy. It's got more memory in it. It's more valuable. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh, yeah, I guess. What do you think so far? Uh, I've enjoyed it. They're very much all, <laughs> all very similar, I have to say. They are. 
the in, they very in, much are. in style. D- very different themes, but all very similar in style. One I very much already knew. Go figure. <laughs> I knew you'd know at least one. Yeah, yeah. Mister takes my idea for a story, doesn't even thank me in the acknowledgments. I see how Damn. it is. Um, you're right. Actually, I knew I was <laughs> no. I'm just, I'm just, just never gonna let you live in? that down. Now, <laughs> are there acknowledgments? Are there are? Who'd you acknowledge? Bunch you have people. to buy and find out. Fair. Uh, <laughs> Got to keep him wanting more, James. The fact that you didn't right, acknowledge right, Kelvin, right. who gave you a real story idea, makes you think that you maybe didn't acknowledge any of the other friends that have held you accountable to living a good life the last twenty years. But okay. Yeah, all, actually, all the acknowledgements are just my name. It's just James. <laughs> it's just James and, James and James and also James. <laughs> yeah. So humble. No, but no. legitimately, I, 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 I did. I, I have enjoyed what I've read so far. Oh yeah, absolutely. That is, uh, that is insane. It's really, uh, it's surreal to uh, hear that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to talk about it. Um, <laughs> I guess do you have? Uh, uh, oh yeah, like I guess do you have one that you likes the most so far? Yeah, one that stuck uh, out. Let me pull up the list of them just so I can remember. Um, honestly, and it's not even because. It is the one, and I'm joking when I say I gave him a story idea. I just made a one line as a joke, and James took it and ran with it as a story. Uh, But honestly, not even because it's based off the joke I made. I I just really liked how you wrote that one. Um, It's called the one called Locked Doors and Computer Girls. Uh, Is that like a game? I think. No, no. You have to read it and find out. Um, Didn't find out. God, what was? Well, I gotta remember what Berg forty three one is. I don't remember from the name. Um, ba, 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 ba. oh, uh, yeah, Berg forty three was interesting. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, how would uh, you? I guess. I guess like how would you describe the book so far? Like, I guess if we're gonna give um, people a overview, I would say that so far from most of the short stories I've read is they're all from they're in when I said they're all very similar in that style is you're kind of just thrown into a world without like you like pretty much zero exposition exposition. Um, and I assume this is why you named it the postcard stories. So correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but each story is basically just like a short little snapshot like you would write on the back of a postcard about what's going like what happened in this little instance of these different worlds and most of them they're not i wouldn't say they're dystopian but they're most a lot of them have something going on in the world that you kind of pick up on some are more dystopian like one is i would argue is kind of dystopian uh, what is it? The the duds one? No, yeah, right? No, is duds? The... Yeah, yeah, duds is the one I'm thinking of with the. No, not even duds. I'm thinking of St. Paddy's Day. Yes, that one is. Yeah, that one is pretty much. That one's that one's pretty blatantly dystopian. <laughs> um, yeah. But 
No. Uh, yeah. So they're all just kind of like you don't get a ton of information, and it's just like a little glimpse into this world of like one person doing something, and then it ends. I don't know. It's good. That's pretty neat. That's pretty oh, yeah. neat. Damn. My edition number. <laughs> First printing. <gasps> it is. Well, is uh yeah. That's what it says in the front. First printing. Dibs on the second the, printing. It is the first printing. I think it actually. Think it I don't actually, know how that works. Do you have to s- submit changes, or do they just run out and then they make in that second printing? I submit changes. So, at, is the spine one solid color, or is there blue on the spine? Uh, I think it's one solid color. There's a bit of red at the top, but otherwise, it's all kind of like a dark black, maybe dark blue. Uh, then that is the first printing. I I made some edits like relatively recently that I put in uh, for the final like print copy. So that is technically the first printing of the book. So I would um, get a second. Uh-huh. printing. You would get a second printing. Um, well, unless they already have, they probably already have copies. Like the Amazon one, it says there's six new copies available. So if you buy now, you probably get one of the first printings. So buy now, get the ones that you can save and sell later. Yeah, potentially to um, well, the, thing, <laughs> <laughs> the thing is too is that it's like a print on demand thing so it's like uh th- there aren't like books that are printed and then like shipped to a warehouse and then like mm. they wait there then they get them it's like the minute that an order comes through then they're printed and then they're shipped so makes sense there might be there might be extra copies of the of the first printing around you might get uh, you might get lucky um but as of now, it, the first printing is, as far as I'm aware, out of print. But, uh, Amazon. Yeah. Sorry to put you on the spot like that, but. <laughs> no, it's totally fine. I, um, I, I am very flattered that you would even think to, uh, how did, can I ask how you found it? I, uh, check your website pretty regularly. Uh, no well, I say pretty regularly. It's admittedly been a little bit since I've checked it. And I saw on your website that you had a page about your book. And it was like, buy now. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I bought this back at the, like, the beginning of February. So it's James. It took, like a, it took like a week, I think, to arrive. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, the, the turnaround is actually not too bad. It's usually about a, it's about like a week from the printing to the actual delivery. But uh, I'm, I'm happy to, uh, I'm, I'm happy to provide. I'm, uh, yeah. Cool. Fun, fun. Well, our next segment is How to Be a Better Buddy, where we give some real and some humorous advice. Our first question this week, what do men think of the new-ish trend of women ditching the hair dyes, growing out their silver-slash-gray hair? Since many people, men and women, start growing going gray in their 20s and 30s, is it good that society is starting to normalize this? Would you encourage-slash-support your partner in doing this? Well, I think you had a question another time about like what hair color or hair dye that you find attractive or something like that. And my answer then was like the grayish silver. I'm pretty sure so it was last week. I, oh, was it last week? Yeah. I don't even, see, I don't even remember. Uh, no, no, I sorry, look it was now. two weeks ago. Aha, I got you. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, so yeah, I'm totally for it. I think natural colored hair is like, it is fine. I, I, I yeah. There's if a you want to dye it, dye it. You don't. It's usually dudes, though. I mean, if that's your thing, cool. Foxies? It's just not mine. Foxy no, that actually, just a that's a that's a good uh, counterpoint. I accept this. James, I yeah, I would agree. I would say um, 
I know what Calvin said. Like, yeah, if you want to diet, um, that's obviously your prerogative. Uh, but I personally like, I really like gray and or white hair. Like I've, I've sometimes said like, thought it'd be cool if my hair went gray or white when I was like my twenties or something like that. And granted, like, I don't know if I, how just I just become president. About that. Mm-hmm. I know. Right. And just age like 30 years. And <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, I, uh, yeah, like I, I think that's totally fine. Um, I think it's probably like, good like you should you shouldn't feel pressured to to change that stuff if you don't want to and if you do then at least there's like resources out there for you to do so so and if my partner like did want to with your gray hair i would say like absolutely yeah i think you look nice with it there you go our next question 33 years old with no driver's license and don't know how to drive is it too late to learn how to drive no yes well oh (laughs) <laughs> you heard it here first yeah. the answer is yes you're done for there's just no saving you it's, honestly it's if you've yeah, yeah it's never too late but honestly if you've made it this long without needing one like is in, unless you 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 find yourself really wanting it i i would say it's just like don't stress about it start with go-karts <laughs> okay <laughs> bumper cars Cars, just start yeah. small, work your way just, up. Just get your pilot's license. Or that. So you're driving cars. If you can pilot a fraud. plane, you can pilot a car. It's way funnier if you say you have a pilot's license and no driver's license. Just don't understand. Like, how do you, like... That sounds like something a rich person would say. Seems like... a chauffeur. Like, shouldn't there be another form of, like, excuse me, like, identification other than, like, uh, like a, a driver's license? Like a state there ID. Is. It's called a state ID. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Shit. Right. So you... Well, no, it's just a state ID. I had one before a driver's license because it was easier to use without needing, like, a because it went before you need you didn't need a passport to go to uh, Canada and Mexico from the U.S. So when I went, I just needed my state ID. There you go. How old do you have to be to get a state ID? It doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter because I had one when I was, like, 10. It's nice. They expire faster the younger you are. Interesting. Uh, yeah, or, like, what you do, here's what you do. You go get one of those, like, toddler red foot cars with the yellow top, make it bigger, and just drive, like, pull a Fred Flintstone, do one of those. You don't need a license to drive your feet. There you go. I don't know if that's, uh, I mean, yeah, if you really want to get like a good calf workout, I suppose, or whatever, like, I don't know. Why? Do, know that's how Fred Flintstone managed to eat those massive steaks and stay so in the shape he was. Oh, he had to because he was burning so much, yeah. right? Like, and he was, it was literally a man. paleo diet. Wow. Hey, wow. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> It weirds me out sometimes watching those old Hanna Barbera cartoons, and they have like laugh tracks. I forget that that was a thing. Yeah. For... <laughs> I don't understand why, because like weren't those cartoons marketed towards children? Yeah, but to I guess like how it was humor normal... works. This is funny. Laugh now. I, <laughs> I suppose <laughs> outdated like, references are funny. Like... Seems like something very odd, though. Although I guess to be fair, like um, I think the the Flintstones won like an Emmy. For uh, animated television, it might have yeah. been the first. Ugh. 
Our next question this week. Speaking of old. What's your best comeback to the old? It's not you. It's me comment. Uh, just look him in the eye and you say, you know what? You're right. You are the problem. And then just walk away. Mic drop. Um, um, my my response to that uh, is just break down, fall to your knees in contrition, sobbing of, you're, you're right. I, I, but it, it is me. It is me. It's just me. And everything's my problem and my fault and my solution. Where? What is reality outside of the self? I don't understand how this is a comeback. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> I think you need to work on that one. You need to workshop like that a little more. I'll schedule like a my therapist. <laughs> this is your therapist. This is your therapist breaking up with you. Uh, <laughs> wow, that'd be brutal. That would be pretty brutal. It's like, listen, you know, I see like a lot of people. Like, and I don't like to throw the C word around, okay? But like, you're crazy, <laughs> dude. But like, you're actually insane. <laughs> like, like, holy shit. Um, I don't know. I probably say something like, I don't know. I just Here's think that's the label. You look him dead Shit. in the eye, deadpan, and say, Bazinga. Then the laugh track kicks in. Yep. <laughs> you, uh, yeah. Like, yes, I've won. Really. I don't know. I guess. Like, I don't even know if you can have a good comeback to that, right? Well, Calvin already gave one. To... Uh, oh, I mean, yeah. I guess, but it's not that great. No, I mean, it is kind of like the best thing where it's like, yeah, you know, after saying something like that, it really is you. <laughs> <laughs> or you could you go with right. the, uh, well, thank God you said it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh my That's God, I've actually, I've been trying to tell you for weeks now. Uh, I'm just glad to hear you say it. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I've actually had my bags packed forever. Please um, go get help. Um, I don't know, that must be like, I'm trying to think if I've ever actually had to say that to somebody. Maybe once or twice. Great. I mean, I feel like that's used when you don't actually have a legitimate reason. You just want out. Well, uh, it's expressing I did use it genuinely genuine... once when I went yeah. on a couple dates with a girl and realized that, like, on paper, yeah, we had similar interests and stuff, but it there was just no, like, emotional click happening. And I was like, nothing wrong with her. It, it's not, it really wasn't her fault. I feel like yeah. you can say that without just saying that it's not you, it's me, and just be like, yeah, I'm just, there's nothing. Okay, I see what I you're feel saying. Like, I don't know, I don't know. I guess, I guess they're basically saying the same thing, but personally, I'd rather them be upfront and blunt with it like that than try and be like, oh, it's not you, it's 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 me. It's just like, I don't know. Personally, I and again, I'm assuming this is in a like kind of like relationship aspect. I, I would agree where it's like there's I understand what the what that phrase is attempting to convey where it's you you're trying to say like you're trying to um perhaps trying like, to save dull. their feelings yeah you are you're trying to like dull the pain but also show them that you're like you're not just trying to placate them that you're trying to be like yeah like I know that I had responsibility in kind of whatever might be happening right now what is happening right now so i i want to like acknowledge that and kind of not spare your feelings but let you know that i'm like a you know tendent to them or observing them like say it like that don't use like a really bad cliche that is kind of just like a lazy conventional language to like convey feelings that are far more complex than 
five to six words. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like if, if you actually yeah. mean it, like say it, um, and, and figure out a way to say it that isn't kind of just fit on a bumper sticker. Uh, but if you can find a way to make it sound good, then I suppose <laughs> try. Just give them a bumper sticker. Give them a, yeah, slap Here, this is for you. Wait, I I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, shh. No. <laughs> Every time you talk, I want to kill myself. <laughs> wow. Every time you talk, I want to put this bumper sticker over your mouth. <laughs> yeah, no, they're like, I don't even own a car. And you're like, shh. <laughs> our next ma- question what is the closest thing to real magic and my answer to this is magic magnets oh, <laughs> oh i mean but... it's magnets it's magic magic it's is magnets. real magic mm, magnets no that's the closest thing to real magic art it's not what real magic is you know what you got me there you got me. <laughs> I had this whole speech prepared about the magic that you see in a child's eye as you make things disappear and reappear and give them a sense of wonder and joy about reality around them and how fun magic can be and inspire hope and curiosity. But no, yeah, James is just right. Like, fuck Nerd. that, I guess. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at this guy having, like, feelings and thinking about things and caring about people. <laughs> it's like he's related to a magician or something. Wow, it's Nerd. like he still has, like, blood pumping through his heart instead of black sludge. What he still been? has, like, feelings. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been burned yeah. out of him yet. Oh, yeah, to be young. Wow. I wonder what that's All like. Alright then, James, <laughs> if we can't use real magic to answer the question of what's the closest thing to real magic, then what is the closest thing to real magic for your answer? Because Calvin already magnets. said magnets. Um, it's magnets. I, uh, I would say, like... They move things without touching them. You can't see it. Uh, Fishing Line does the same thing. No, you can see that. Can you? Yeah, I can. that's the whole point. Did you argue that, like, I guess cooking, in a way, is, like, magic? It's, like, alchemical, right? You're turning something from something else. Like, you make you make new stuff. So, you know what I mean? chemistry that's, is magic. Kind of... I mean, yeah, like alchemy was chemistry before they called it chemistry, right? Like alchemical, yeah, for the most part, yeah. So chem- there it is. Chemistry is well, no, that gets us back to real magic. Chemistry is just magic. Then we can't do cooking. <laughs> is everything <laughs> magic? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> when everything's magic, nothing will be. There we go. And that's why our society is so depressed. The world is truly a magical place. I almost don't even entirely mean that uh, ironically. There's a little bit of sincerity in there. Oh, uh, I yeah. thought you were trying to stamp out that sincerity. No, I do have a sincere core to me. It's just I feel sometimes Last. shy about using it. All right. Uh, We've gone for a while, haven't we? Yeah, we have. We've gone for a while. Uh, I'm excited to answer the do, second question. Do we want to do... Oh, you, which one do you want to answer? This, uh, the question that that's right underneath. Uh, oh. What's with beanies in the summer slash hot weather? I know the answer. With the further details of, isn't it a bit too warm for them? For context, I'm in Central Florida. It looks rather silly. Isn't it drugs? Well, I suppose it could be, but I think it's mainly because people don't want to, like, they probably haven't taken a shower. They don't want to, they don't want to. I'm saying this, uh, obviously, as someone who's never had to do this before, who's never worn a beanie in warm weather, because I... (laughs) <laughs> always take care. I always shower every day. <laughs> so I will have and you know 
every day. As someone who I did do shower, actually, but also would wear a beanie in the summer, it holds your hair back too. Yeah, I was about to say, as someone who's growing their hair out, I have come to appreciate the beanie. They they are nice. Uh, they are nice. I will I will say that. Um, especially, yeah, hold your hair back. If you're like, like you wake up in the morning, you have somewhere to be, and you can just like throw that beanie on, pop that beanie back on, and you can just go out the door. Yep. Uh, also, done. like... <laughs> You're in you're in Central Cal like Central Florida like what does it matter? What does it matter? Who cares? You're in Florida. You should be more worried about Florida, man. I be concerned about the, the guy crazy wearing the superhero. beanie. Yeah, maybe is I don't think Florida man's a superhero. I think he's more of like an anti-hero. Like he's like, there's you know he does some good, hero. but there's also isn't he more henchman? Mm, no, is he? I feel like he's just one of the guys that the supervillains like. He's Dave's out doing it again. <laughs> well, then he's the named henchman. Who, that's what it is. Yeah. Who is the, the who's the guy who's his boss? Doesn't matter. Florida. Florida. Florida, Florida is his Mr. boss. He's Florida. Florida man. is his boss. Mister Florida. Um. No, it's Flo Rida. I would actually come on. Pronounce it right. Oh, fuck. Flo Rida oh, and Florida. No. Man. <laughs> That's too much power for one man to hold, even if he, even if he is. That's why a there's two men. Sick late aughts uh, hip hop icon or pop icon. What did what did Flo Rida do? I don't know, man. I, Wasn't know. Like, I think it was hip hop. I don't know though. Not my it's like, genre. He's like a he's like hip hop American rapper. This is his thing on Google's. Our last question: How do you get rid of the dry skin on your feet, especially specifically the bottoms? With the further details. I drink plenty of water every day and use lotion once or twice a day, too. Any other methods? The bottles of my feet keep cracking, especially the side and a bit on my heel. See, I... They have these little fish, and <laughs> you put your feet in the tub, and then the fish eat the skin off your feet, and you're done. Do you actually have these? It tickles. It's extremely ticklish. Have you actually had this done before? I have. I did it in Ooh. Japan. And I also have an issue with dry cracking skin on my feet, so... Like, you, you, it was like a shared kind of tub with some of my friends, and the fish just kind of came to me and made me very self-conscious <laughs> about my feet. Genuine solution, <laughs> as someone who has also had this problem with cracking on my heels, there are these, like, like these little green tubs called working hands. They are green. They're intended for dry hands, but after, like, a week's application to your feet, it works for that, too. Or you could cut off your feet. Or you just cut off your feet. Get two, get two uh, like, peg legs. Uh, skip the yeah, peg legs. Go like, for those kangaroo, like, bendy metal ones that make you do cool blades. flips. The blades. Those ones are, those ones are pretty cool. Yeah. You could be like, oh, what's blades. his name? The guy from South Africa with the double blades. And you can run the Olympics. Just don't murder your wife. Yeah. Or, like, the one, uh, the or, like, Sophia Batella's character in Kingsman. Yes. Yeah. Gazelle. Yeah, exactly. Is that her real yes, name? Her, name, oh, her character That's name is Gazelle. That's her character name. <laughs> in that movie. She was, she was really cute. I wish I had a girl who had, uh, had blade legs to hang out with. And slice Why? off your head. Why? I don't know. Why? I mean... I mean... It's just a specific... Very specific it's something interesting. It's not, it's not a specific requirement. It's it just like... It's pretty specific. Hey, I want somebody who's a double amputee. I didn't say... I, no, That's what I you just said. said. You I want wish... a double amputee to hang out with. I said I wish I had a girl with blade legs to be my like as to be my girlfriend. 
Uh, Double amputee. I do not think this is an unreasonable nor unfair request. Um, I'm invoking the Lord on the Sash Wednesday. Uh, I'm invoking the third rule of Better Buddies. We're not listening to James. Dear God. The Madrigals don't talk about Bruno, and we don't listen to James. I I have not seen that movie. Don't come at me. Please, please, please. Amen. Amen. It's done. And we bring another session of Better Buddies to a close. In the name of the Calvin, and of the James, and of the RJ. We were so good before. And we gotta balance it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you both I mean, for joining. Uh, what, James? What What do you have to say, James? Well, no, don't listen to him. You, you speak your truth, James. It said the H word right after we finished a prayer. Heck yeah. Oh. I'm, good job, everybody. Well, now you ruined it. That's what you interrupted me for. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I am so sorry. (sighs) All right. Thank you, Uh both of you, for joining this week. No, I was was, sorry. I was making a Thank you to the band Problem of Interest for letting us use the song Living in the Moment off the album Cross Off yesterday. You can find them on iTunes and Spotify. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we're also on social media, Better Buddies on Facebook. We have our Meme Mondays, which I just set up the next seven weeks of Meme Mondays. So go check those out as they come in. Our Better Buddies icebreaker questions for you to answer on Twitter at Better Budcast. Use the hashtag Better Buddies when you tweet about the show and at us because you know I don't have tons of Twitter notifications going. And our Gmail account. Better buddies cast at gmail.com. You can send us fan art, hate art, fan mail, hate mail, declarations of love and or war, questions you want us to answer, or questions you need advice on. Icebreakers you want us to answer or questions you need advice on. I'll get it right eventually. And last, but not least, be a better buddy. Because James did have the longest hair in the three photos. James does not have long hair anymore. I do not. Are you starting freshly shaven so you can grow a beard out? Um, I honestly, I went for a couple. I'm definitely, I'm not going to do it in the summer because I don't want to be, I don't want to get like too warm. It does not. He's just coming up with excuses. That's not, that's not I, how it works, James. I, I, I promise am it's not. What I am, what I am going to do is... Um, I am going to do it at like starting September. I'm pretty Bull sure I'm going to start. Bullshit. That's an excuse. Or maybe November. <laughs> <laughs> Excuses. We'll it's November somewhere, James. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> yeah, wait, no, he's got a point. Hold on. Let him finish. <laughs> um, We're in the November of I my mean, heart you... because you won't grow a beard. <laughs> <laughs>